The podcast you are listening to of Holmberg's Morning Sickness is brought to you by my friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Trust me on this one. You've had barbecue before, but you haven't had it this good. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com. There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Holmberg's morning sickness. Uh, thank you very much, Alliance. Uh, got a lady who just emailed me and says, I'm laughing about you talking about the coyotes in Maryvale. I'm a teacher in Maryvale. First off, you're right. Maryvale, they just deal with it. They're not calling the news or anybody else. I live in north central Phoenix. Yesterday while I was teaching, my husband sent me a picture of a coyote casually walking down our street at 11 o'clock. I showed it to my students and they were shocked. One said, do you live in the forest? (laughs) I asked them if they ever saw coyotes in their neighborhood, and they looked at me like I was nuts. One girl said, no, we do have rats, but the pit bulls keep the coyotes and rats away. (laughs) There you go, Maryvale. That's how you handle it. The rogue pit bulls. You know we never saw? Coyotes in uh, Guadalupe when we worked there. It's true. Because those rogue dogs that wandered the streets handled it. They were like, they they took care of it. Set you claiming. (laughs) Yeah. He's rolling with Takashi Six Nine up. I watched uh, the yesterday because I'm fascinated now with this Takashi Six Nine story. I don't know why he's famous, and he's all. I know why he's famous. He's an idiot, and he's been loud. It's a rat. He's and, and, and that's the reason he got really famous. But Showtime did a three part documentary about him uh, called Supervillain, where it's just basically him inventing the character he became, and uh, and Takashi Six Nine and all this stuff. And then you realize this dude. Like, I can't wait for him to get murdered. Like, everything about him is horrible. Like, from his personality to his, just his face. He's the most, he's got to be the most punchable man on the planet. And then you, you sit and wait and say, why did they make a documentary about this guy? There has to be one redeeming quality. There isn't. He's worse than you could ever imagine, even at his worst. And so the videos that are going around to this guy getting his ass handed to him in an L.A. fitness in Florida or wherever he is, is fantastic. You just wish those guys would have finished the job. He ratted out 11 people. You know how fast after his arrest he cooperated with the feds? Oh, yeah. 18 hours. He went from looking at 37 years to life in prison. And then they said, but you can cooperate with us. He got eight months time served already. And then they put him in a safe house. He ratted out 11 gang members who, by the way, started a record company to get the guy's career going. I mean, he sold everyone out. It is the opposite of Goodfellas and uh, Donnie Brasco and everything else. All the lines from those movies where they're like, you know, keep your mouth shut. Always keep your mouth shut. Never, ever, 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 ever rat on a friend. This dude in court, you recognize anybody uh, in the courtroom that's in the gang? That guy, that guy, uh, that guy. He was that, singing like Adele. Oh, I mean, he was, he was just belting those names out. Rat! And it was all to save himself. It wasn't about, like, stopping horrible crimes. It was to save his own ass. It's crazy. You're going to make five years off for each name I give you? Yeah. Oh, he, and you know, he did. Three. And those three, dudes three, are getting, three years like, off. 15, 24 years, just based on him going, that's the dude. 
And then he's out already. And so he's in that LA fitness and got his ass kicked. And you, like, you watch this thing, and I don't know why you would. I had a, it's because of Amy yesterday telling me, have you seen the documentary? I'm like, I didn't know there was one. And I'm kind of in this strange hate fascination for Takashi 69 right now. She's like, you got to watch that documentary. It's narrated by Giancarlo Esposito, the Gus from Breaking Bad. And oh my God, it's. That guy's been busy. It is enough to make you want to murder him yourself. The, crazy, the crazy part is the only person that seems. The only people that seem to feel bad for him is TMZ. Other than yeah. that, you don't hear anybody go, oh, poor guy. Man, even this got, morning, yeah. TMZ was like, kind of like, Takashi 69 needs more security. I'm like, why? Yeah. He brought it on himself. Yeah. Handle your business. I hope he hires security that pretends to be a security and they kill him. It's like possible. this dude needs a like the beating he deserves is ridiculous. So his thirty seven years was nothing possession. I mean, what, oh what, no, what racketeering. Get, racketeering. It's gang member stuff. So he basically started. So he's one of the top guys creating crimes. He wasn't. He's a kid from uh, Bedford Stuy. He was just around it and then teamed up with like got. Hired these gangsters to be around him or, or put him in videos and stuff, and then took their money to help his career. Like, got their support. He was not a gang member, gang member. He was in it, but that's because he was, you know. There if was he was promotion. in it, he wouldn't have ratted. He was in it, but he wasn't one of the good, yeah. like, he was he didn't, he invited that lifestyle. And then one of the dudes started to bang his girlfriend. He thought he got paranoid. It's just, it's kind of a good documentary. If you ever want to watch a documentary where, where at the end you're like, nothing good came from this. That dude's going to get killed. And I'm kind of like, yeah, you I deserve can't imagine. it. Look, stitches, I get stitches. Yeah, Ten years. The guys that are serving time, if they're getting 15, it could be out earlier. There's a few of them that were five and five. It doesn't matter. Some of those guys are going to wait it out and... Yeah, he doesn't have much longer. He's going to be getting more and more beatdowns. And he's mouthy. Oh, it's just so hard to watch him. And his stupid face. Oh, he's horrible. Yeah, TMZ is the only one that kind of like, well, Takashi's the, the only ones with sympathy. Yeah, this is Apparently actually. it's out now. Yeah, it is. I uh, just got a bunch of texts saying that the wrong way driver on the 202, they found a suicide note. So if this crap starts, I'm never driving again. This is the way lunatics are going to start taking themselves out. You're killing other people. Have courage. Eat the pills at home. <laughs> I like how they show the car accident right next to it. The Learner and Row advertisement. <laughs> Row, you know, right, yeah. get a check. <laughs> well, Learner and Row's no dummy. Those guys get it. Police, uh, yeah, woman intentionally drove wrong way, crashing head-on into man's car on Loop 101 in Tempe. Had a suicide note. My <laughs> my buddy Doug just texted and go, man, that's some strong Claritin. Ooh. It is, uh, yeah. You know what you should do, though, if you're... I've always said that about the suicidal. The ones that sit on the edges of... Uh, overpasses and make traffic stop and ruin our day because they're sad. I understand mental illness, mental health, that's a big deal. But if you're getting to the point where you're going to drive into somebody and hurt someone else, I ask that you have enough pride to do that at home, please. If you're suicidal, make a phone call, do everything you can. But if you're going to actually act on it, don't crash into some innocent guy who's got a couple of kids at home and a wife that's here beating him constantly and make his life miserable. Yeah, drive off the side of the road going up back way to Jerome or something. Just suicide be done. Out is, of the way. Yeah. Suicide is like solitaire. One player only. Don't bring others into your suicide. That's called murder. Jackass. So that's all screwed up on the 202 now because she was going the wrong way. So she may have uh, negated my theory of uh, cold medicine, but also she's probably on something. Oh, yeah. We start having people commit suicide that way. Whew. Look out now. I'm not interested in that world at all. 
That sounds terrible. But yeah, we'll find out more. I'm surprised they leaked that. I'm surprised that news would it be got told out to quick. Us. Yeah, I mean, it just happened a few hours ago, and I'm surprised that the media would. And that's somewhat irresponsible. A lot of times, like, unless like, someone that was first on the scene. Well, even still, first on the scene or otherwise, you kind of like. So there's a note there. Let's just keep that, that under out. wraps. Let's yeah. just let's just. But that's not, what I'm saying. They might not have been over. Because you can cause a bit of a stir with the the driving community if people start, and and also give some lunatics ideas. Not that they're already not planted in their head firmly, but if somebody breaks that glass ceiling and suicide becomes wrong way driving, eh, I don't really want that to be normal. That might not have been her intention. I mean, she had the suicide note, but she was going somewhere, but she took a wrong turn. Woman driver. <laughs> oh, I see what yeah. you're saying. Maybe she's such a bad driver, she wanted to kill herself. Yeah. But she'd written a note about, like, God, I'm just, I'm not. I'm going to do it over here. For this world. What's, could... There's something coming at me. Maybe she was dictating a suicide note. Yeah, it's the female driver syndrome. That's what Brady's saying. She's not even good <laughs> enough at that. Anyway. Well, that's, that's a horribly depressing way to start a Fortunately. Life. Both are still alive. Yeah, yeah, every, yeah serious injuries. As yeah. far as we know, everything's yeah. kind of like not horribly serious. I don't know for sure, but that's what we're hearing right off the bat, that nothing is terrible. She's really going to feel bad when she realizes she didn't succeed and she yeah. wakes up in a hospital yeah. in cuffs. Good. Or a straitjacket. Yeah. And the dude. Yeah. Oh, she should be in a straitjacket. Oh, 100%. Yeah. If they find you with a suicide note, you should go into a straitjacket for a little while. You're capable of doing something terrible. Vehicular manslaughter. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh that's yeah. happening. But oh, I'm, yeah, she's in trouble. Yeah. You, yeah, especially if you said I was using this as a weapon to kill something. Me. Yeah, you should be in a you should be in a one of them long arm jackets real fast. So don't. By the way, just don't kill yourself. How about that? <laughs> Nothing's that bad. And if you're thinking about it, don't do it uh, and include other people. That's not a suicide. That's a rave. I think. <laughs> Holmberg's morning sickness. Uh, speaking of, uh, you know, at least social suicide, I, I got to hand it to the Chicago Blackhawks and the, uh, I believe, the Vancouver, is it the Canucks? They're not playing, uh, they're not going to wear their, uh, the NHL has asked them to wear pride jerseys and warm-ups before their games for Pride Night at the arena, and they're like, no. And then they got some pretty good reasons. Uh, but the Blackhawks especially have a couple of Russian nationals on their team. And it's illegal to have propaganda that normalizes gay in Russia. And one of the guys is a big deal in Moscow. I forget his name. But uh, basically they wrap their sticks in rainbow tape. The NHL gives them. But most hockey players like to wrap their own sticks. But they're like, you got to use the rainbow tape or you can. And then here's these warm-ups that say... I'm proud of gay. And a few of the guys are like, I'm religious and gay people can have what they want that don't make me wear things that I don't agree with, you know, things like that. And then the one Russian guy's like, you know, if I do this, they might uh, jail me back in Russia. So I'm not I'm not interested in that. And everybody's like, how dare you, Blackhawks, turn down. It's like I'm starting to think to myself, do gay people go to gay night hockey? Yeah. Is that like a fact? Is it? I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think so either. Like, tomorrow is Chicano night for the Suns. And nothing makes me think of the Chicano population being treated well more than the Philadelphia 76ers. I mean, that's the one thing I think. Like, oh, Philadelphia, the representation of Chicano lifestyle. 
Chicano night is tomorrow night. It was the Lakers. I could see that. Right. You know, pick a like San Antonio. Yeah, pick it. But they picked those Sixers. Are you, are you spinning your tickets or you going? No, I'm, I, I can handle go? being with Chicanos. You racist. What are they? I'm no, going. I wasn't sure if you're invited. I just don't understand. It does feel like you kind of like give it to somebody else. It does feel like they're forcing everything down your throat. Everything's an agenda night. Everything's a uh, you know, you know, creating unity creates more divide. Oh, div- like these guys are like you know the hockey players. Absolutely, I have nothing against the people can right. do what they want. But now that you don't wear right, I'm not going to wear the pride wrap stuff. your stick. Right. Now you, that means you hate that right community. Well, Vladimir Putin passed a law in Russia. That says uh, it's illegal for anyone to promote gay relationships. Like to say, hey, I'm okay with it, is against the law. It's more than that Uganda thing. You know, this. One of the things they do is called enolicking, where they, a, a man's anus is licked like this by the other person. Like ice cream. Like ice cream. And- <laughs> it's not like ice cream. <laughs> Nothing about it's like ice cream. <laughs> His buddy helped him out. Yeah, like ice cream. That's like ice cream. <laughs> they went into the uh, the uh, Blackhawks locker room. They said, what do you think of the gay pride night? This is what they do. Number one, you can see a man here, and uh, the other person is poo-pooing. <laughs> and this one is eating the poo-poo all over the place. <laughs> is this the play-by-play guy for the Blackhawks? Yeah, that's the Blackhawks play-by-play guy, yeah. That's actually the Black Hawk. That's the guy they named the team after. <laughs> Where they, a, a man's anus is licked like this by the other person. Like ice cream. Like ice cream. <laughs> I love that the buddy threw in his part. He's the Brady of that show. Like ice cream. That's right, Brady. Like ice cream. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. The San Jose Sharks goalie the other day didn't want to do Pride event either because he's Christian. He said, look, I got no problem. My personal beliefs are... Uh, what they are. I'm a man of Jesus Christ. He died on the cross for uh, my sins and in response uh, asked me to follow him. I have no hate for anyone. I just... It's not my thing. Not my thing. Don't force me to wear rainbow stuff and promote a lifestyle that I don't necessarily think I want to promote. Go live your own life. Let me live mine. And I'm... You know, every fan out there is begging sports to stop with the causes. Please. We, We... Go to sporting events to not have to think about this stuff. Now, I'm all for, like, Tejano Music Night. I'm all for, like, you know, the Indian uh, Night. Although Some theme nights are fun. I'm right? begging Indians, uh, Native Americans, to step up their game. If you get a halftime show, enough with the dancing thing, the hoops. It's, it's, no, it's, you're not selling it. It's just not a, it's not a club I want to go to. It's just the music's a little bit slow for me and if you're trying to entertain me with it i don't get it because it's spiritual and i don't understand why you're doing it and i don't want to try to understand a whole culture in a halftime between the sons and the bucks it just doesn't add up to me if i was interested in that i'll look it up at the herd museum or i've got plenty of opportunities around here but it's your dances and your songs are a little bit uh boring just that's all if it's halftime entertainment i have to tell you it's like having kids dance it's boring uh, gay Pride Night, probably the halftime entertainment would be fantastic, but a little bit flamboyant. But yeah, I don't. I, I and now the players are kind of getting heat, and the Blackhawks are getting. Well, how dare you? And it's like, no, you're forcing agendas, you're forcing themes down people's throat, and they're like, I don't want that. I, it doesn't make me hate gays to say I don't want to be talking about how awesome it is to be gay. I don't know. That's that's the ultimate appropriation thing that we're against is to say hey guy who doesn't know anything about being gay 
Pretend you love them. What do you mean? Just ride around and say you support their community. I'm like, I don't even know what it is. I, I avoid it. I'm not part of that community. Why are you making me do this? But throwing this out there, I mean, you know, it's freedom of religion. If this guy's religious beliefs is against that, then right. you're forcing him to do this? Right. I, well, know. they couldn't do it here. And I always think of that. Like, sports is the only place they can do that and make you do it. Like, if, if this business, if if Trip and the gang here at Hubbard Radio said, hey, Friday is gay pride uh, appreciation thing. We, we, we got you all gay pride shirts. You have to wear them Friday. No, you're in trouble if you don't like, no, you can't do you can't make me like something. Uh, Not that I hate gay people, but I don't care about gay lifestyle. Sorry, I just don't. Doesn't mean I want people to get hurt. I just don't give a flying about gay lifestyle. They'll get me a large and it'll be super tight. I'm also not going to wear (laughs) shirts that say I'm black and I'm proud. I'm not going to do it. Yeah. I don't associate with that lifestyle. I'm not. I'm not. I can't possibly understand it. I'm not black and, and proud. Uh, I'm white and proud, and that means white pride. And I'm in trouble for that too. So you can't. You can't. Like a regular day's business can't do that. Can't force their employees to say, "Hey, wear this gay stuff in honor of gays." And be like, okay, I can I just privately support gay people my own way, and I'm not hurting anyone ever. So not wearing it, now you've made me have to wear it, which means less than anything in the world. It couldn't mean less to make people like a cause. I always think of our, our Paul Sura, the uh, in-house announcer for the Coyotes. All right, Twinks, on your feet. <laughs> Gay Pride Night here at Mullet Center. I'd go to that game. But I don't think it draws in gays to a Blackhawks and Canucks game because it's Pride Night. They either like hockey or they don't. And just because it's gay night. Our TV numbers went crazy. <laughs> it's not going to do a thing. And TV, they don't even focus on Pride Night. It's all in-house. And they make the players wear the rainbows and all that other stuff. It's like, if they don't want to, that's fine, too. Just stop with all this crap in sports. We go to sports to not have to think about the crap we have to deal with every day. I don't want to think about, you know, a Could causes. they warm up uh, shirtless? Oh, they'd love that. That would be Pride Night. No, you can, yeah, why not? Why not just go out there with, you know, a dildo on your head and just have a dirty sex night? I mean, nobody would be for that. But it's just so, stop. Even gay people have to be like, oh, no, oh, really, one night a year, the hockey players wear rainbow warm-ups and skate around, and that's supposed to make it better? <laughs> Things aren't that bad. To make it so our hockey players have to put on, you know, it's everybody wants everything to be the 1968 Olympics where every cause matters. We don't have causes like that now. We want to be victims. We want to make it seem like everybody's getting their ass kicked by some oppressor. But for the most part, we have Amazon. Everybody. Life's easier than it's ever been for every race. Now, that doesn't mean it's equal, but it's easier than it's ever been for every single race. We always wrap our arms around how you know oh it's terrible to be this or that because they're just so marginalized yeah well we have to admit it's a lot better than it used to be and start and just we've got god damn it we have amazon we have amazon delivered through hostage negotiations (laughs) why can't we be positive about having amazon and say hey black white green yellow gay straight whatever we have amazon life's better than it's ever been you want that flag? You can get it the yeah, second. Get a gay pride flag on your house. If I order it now, I'll go home. It'll be waiting for me. I mean, that's f-ing progress. 
It's amazing. But we all act like, oh, it's just everything's just the world. The weight of the world is smashing down because you want it to be. You're ruminating in problems and, you're, and nobody ever sees progress. And the progress is called mother Amazon. I got stuff from, I got batteries and light bulbs from Amazon in three hours. I don't know that I could have gone to Target and figured out what I needed as fast as it came to my house. Six, seven minutes on the phone going, oh, yeah, I need all those little weird circle batteries that kids swallow that they put bitter taste on now. Have you seen that? <laughs> They're new batteries that they're making them taste bitter so kids stop swallowing them. Those disc, they're trying to, the disc ones. What? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, for parents like, who don't pay attention anymore, here's batteries your kids can't eat. Well, they're hoping it's supposed to keep them from swallowing them because it tastes like a really bad candy. But what if the kid likes it? Yeah. <laughs> this is bad. <laughs> stop making any flavor. Just keep an eye on your kids around disc batteries. Anyway, but yeah, so Pride Night for the Blackhawks and Pride Night out there and wherever the other guy, the San Jose guy. It's like, you know, you're going to run into those problems. And the poor dude in San Jose caught heat. I'm not a religious guy, but isn't he his right to not want to be gay because he loves Jesus as a gay guy is to be gay? Yes. Uh, or a straight guy is to wear, you know, if you choose to wear the Pride thing, you can wear it. That's why sports has uniforms you're only supposed to represent one thing a team with one agenda not a divisive kind of like you know let's see if we can dress them up as uh, gay pride night but sports Why? has jumped the shark oh, on that too because so you get you know you get the baseball players during uh what is it the uh the, when they're wearing the pink right for well that's for breast cancer awareness right, as a but, charity but, at least uh, right well well, that's, that's another. That's, that's a good another point. topic. Yeah. You, you go down a different slippery <laughs> yeah, yeah. road there. Absolutely. There's supposed to be a purpose behind it, but I mean, right? At least they're saying cancer, and they do it on Mother's Day. Mm-hmm. Nobody is for cancer, so it's an easy one to go. Hey, grab a pink bat. Not everybody uses them, though. right? Mil- they're military, not. For, they're not right. forced to. Right? Exactly. Yeah, and and the NFL does a military thing. Nobody's going to be fighting that one too much. But when you start talking about social issues. Social commentary, and somebody's going to disagree. When they do the uh, military thing, and people buy the merchandise, yeah, does that go towards the? Uh, I don't know. It's cool merch, though. That's what I'm they saying. That's a merch. profit. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Somebody's making money, and you're hoping it's military stuff. But I mean, when you look into the NFL's association with Susan G. Komen, the reason it's not Breast Cancer Awareness Month in October anymore for the NFL is because their contract ran out. And I think in the 10 or 12 years they did it, Susan G. Komen made like a million and a half dollars total. And the NFL just basically said, hey, it was a promotion for you guys. Hopefully you got something out of it. They didn't make much of anything. The NFL allowed them on there. Nobody, no, they weren't like just pouring money onto it. It was just, we'll put you on our stage and you do with it what you please from there. And we'll make people wear pink. And the players were for it. I mean, it's breast cancer. It's... It's less of a social cause and more of a, this is a scourge on all of us. Breast cancer doesn't discriminate. So it's easier to get behind that one. Even though I still don't want to be thinking about cancer while I'm watching football. I really don't. And I know it's a good cause and all that other stuff, but that's what commercials are for. So I just, I I don't know. Everything's a platform. Again, and I just wish it, why can't we have Amazon night? Where everybody in the crowd does a delivery and it shows up before the game's over. I mean, like, that would be awesome. That would be, everybody could get behind that. But people would go, oh, that's greedy. Well, (laughs) Well, the other thing. So's the billionaire (laughs) collecting for the game you're watching. So you're in on it. It's greedy. Did you just pay, you spent $30 for a beer. Everything's greedy in there.
we've all aligned on the idea that this is a greed festival inside that, by the way, in most cities, inside the arena that was paid for by tax dollars because the guy didn't want to foot his own money to stay a billionaire. It's all greed. But they try to act like they're giving back to the community and all that. You can do that. A lot of those players actually do give back to the community, and they follow them around with cameras, and they do nice things, and that's a good deal. But when the team forces, I just don't understand. If I was a Chicano, I'd look at the Philadelphia 76ers and say, okay, Philadelphia is the last team we should be having Chicano night for. San Antonio, Dallas, Phoenix, L.A., those are the Chicano nights. Well, it's too obvious. Bring Joel Embiid's ass in here and bring the Sixers and all they represent from colonial America, and that'll be Chicano night. And we've had, you know, gay night, women's night, Chicano night, uh, domestic violence awareness night, all the 15 different Indian nights. It's just weird. And I get, and, and then also the worst one of all, which is celebrating the 30th anniversary of losing to the Bulls. They, they yeah. do that every every third night, which I still don't get. They've got a big logo that says 30 years under the sun's... 30 years of what? You lost in six. Do they do the 80s nights, 90s nights? Yeah, and those are fun. That's the music and everything else. That's not a political movement. That's not a cause. It's not a... If you're a jerk, if you don't, you know? I'm all for having Native American night. Go nuts. Play the drums. Do the thing. But then when you have... You know, Dario Saric giving me India trivia on the... On, it seems a little less than authentic. We have to drop for the understanding that uh, your animal ran through the streets. Okay, Saric, back into Dracula's mountain. Uh, that's enough of you <laughs> telling me about Indians. <laughs> they had to trade Dario because he was so excited about Indian culture. He, he wasn't focusing on basketball. But yeah, so the Blackhawks aren't going to wear the pride thing. And it's mainly because some of their players are like, if I do that, there's a chance when I go home, I'll get shoved in jail. So you, hopefully you understand that. I don't think gay people are mad. I don't know who gets mad at that. I think it's the dumbest thing in the world. And I don't know, maybe it, we as fans have kind of just allowed it to go on so long that they there has to be a kickback or something to make them want to do this every single night. I was talking to Vince Murata, the in-house voice of the Suns, and he even said, he goes, have you noticed that every night is a thing? Like, you, you, couldn't, you can't just go to the game anymore. Like, every night is a, fans, don't forget, there's a lot of veterans without feet. It's veterans with no feet. It's very specific. There's not, it's not like just veterans of wars. That used to be part of the cause, like, during the game. If you've served in America's military, please rise. We'd like to pay tribute. And that, those are like, and, oh, and yeah. clap, yeah. Yeah, uh, but nobody, like, you know, went out of their way to do anything special for him. It was just a nice recognition moment. Now that's a throwaway. That might as well be a T-shirt giveaway. That's just a throwaway. All right, the veterans, you know the drill. Stand up. And I do my part clapping. And, and I feel fine about it, but after a while, it's kind of like, eh, this is the very least anybody could do for you. <laughs> veterans, beers are free. Now you're talking. If you chose not to have kids, stand up tonight. <laughs> yeah. I did that. Beers are free. I'd be for that. If the te- if you want to talk about like an actual movement, all right, twinks. <laughs> Beers are free if you go up and kiss the peepees, and they just have peepees. Oh, you got to get a picture, put it on son's Instagram of you licking a wiener and then getting a free beer. I'd do it. Chicanos, it's free. 
Show us your identification from Sinaloa and you'll get a free beer. Dos Equis. <laughs> but they don't do anything. They just tell you we're all on your team. Now go buy that new blue jersey, Indians. And those sold like crazy. But I've seen people in the full uniform. I don't even know where you get the blue pants, but they got full Suns Indian blue uniforms. And I don't know if the some of some of the money goes to help all twenty one tribes. You're giving them a buck each. It's a nice thing to do, but who's like? There's more to it. Give away a free beer. Well, you can't do that to the Indians. One free beer on Native American night. Still, you get a punch card. One, they'll figure a way around it. You can get the blended jersey tomorrow night. It's at Los Suns. Uh, yeah, the Los. Well, Lowe. they'll do that. The the Los Suns. I have a Los Suns T-shirt. I ordered online because I like the colors. I didn't realize it said Los Suns. I feel like I'm I'm being a jerk when I wear it. Because my white ass wandering in a low sun shirt looks funny. It's still a great shirt. I wear. There you go. You can get the full uniform now. Yeah, you can get the pants. People are buying the full pants. And what does that run? The jersey, the Indian Native American jersey, twenty, one twenty, the pants ninety bucks 90. for the shorts. So three hundred bucks for the whole deal, or two something, two two fifty probably after tax. All right. And the best part is, is what I'm saying. You can celebrate that because Amazon will have that delivered to your house in a day. Remember how hard it used to be to get a jersey of your favorite team? It was a back order. One of my graduation presents from high school was a Cubs jersey. Nearly impossible to get. In 1990, it was like $130 then to get a jersey. That's like 500 bucks now. And you couldn't get a number. God forbid you tried to get a number on it. It would take months. You'd have to go to some shop, have some dude match it perfectly or magically end up in Chicago with one. and The just, kids aren't working that day to make yeah. the jerseys. Now you just get online, get Sue Lin there, and uh, they send over the cancer <laughs> Chinese jerseys for 35 yeah. bucks. And I got my name on it. Yeah. How did that happen? And it's perfect. Amazon. That's what we should have, Amazon. But if you're going to do Chicano Night tomorrow, anybody with half a tan, free beer. Half a tan. If you're going to do it, do it right. If you're really celebrating Chicano culture... Uh, Dos Equis, uh, you know, Corona, half half price at the very least. If you show up with a flannel with just the top button right. up, done, you know. Right. And every other night that isn't a cause night, whites drink free. People would be furious. <laughs> they couldn't afford it because most of the crowd, most of the lower bowl. No, no, you'll get your night. <laughs> you'll get a night. Don't worry about it. Yeah. But, yeah, make it a thing. If you're going to make it, if you're actually standing behind that community, stand behind them. Holmberg's morning sickness. So you're seeing most free drinks, season ticket holders. The okay, we'll we'll give up twelve nights. <laughs> you guys have tw- not this year. It's like twenty eight of the forty nights. What? And then twelve of them can be white free white beer night. <laughs> and I would love to be like you know my friend Sherry, who's running the Dos Equis Garden up there, and have her go. Sorry, you can't have a free beer. You're not white. That would be the greatest line anyone would have to say. It's a WP night. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, it's WP night. You can't. <laughs> Free beers. But what about? You get Chicano night when the Sixers are in town. <laughs> you just Hey, just 10 days away. <laughs> you got to wait till almost the end of the year, but you'll get your free beer. <laughs> Is Kevin Durant going to play? Probably not. But you get free beer to watch Landry Shamit. Yeah, I just don't get all the causes. Yeah, but you can't do that. If LGE across the parking lot there was like, all right, it's Pride Day, and if everybody wears their rainbow LGE shirts, uh, you're, you get to keep your job. Otherwise, you're going to be kind of the person who didn't. Oh. And all you're doing is asking a person 
to forfeit their actual beliefs and then become the obvious problem in the office. Like if everybody else just wears it, if it was Pride Day here at the station, just almost the same way I took the vaccine, what, what is it going to take so nobody bugs me? That's basically my, my life rule. When I go to work, what, what do I have to do to not be bothered? So if we're having Pride Day and we have to wear our gay KDKB shirts, fine. I'll slip it on. doesn't bother me at all. I don't have any. But if, but if you were like, I'm not wearing that. Now you got to wander around as the one guy who didn't participate. You're the dude in junior high who didn't do Valentine's Day. And all the girls got mad. Why didn't Kevin give everybody one? And that's when they had to make it. So, all right, if we're going to do Valentine's Day, you have to get everybody a Valentine. Because when I started in sixth grade, you picked the girl you wanted. And usually Amber Hunt's bag on the wall that she decorated was packed full. And, and the troll had nothing. And big, ugly of Teresa had zero. <laughs> and she'd go home crying every Valentine's Day like she didn't have a mirror at the house and recognize that Amber is a lot hotter than her. And sixth graders weren't really judging it on content of character yet. And who knows? But Teresa seemed fragile. And I didn't want to give her a Valentine. She might get the wrong idea, sit on me or something at recess and suffocate me. I gave my Valentine, like all the other boys, to Amber. She was beautiful. And I threw a couple in for backups. You know, I had my safety girls. Machen was one. B-plan. Yeah, there was a girl named Machen. I loved her name. German name. She had a sister named Gretchen. Those two were smoke shows for sixth grade, as far as I remember. I don't know how. <laughs> when I was, you know, all things relative, they seemed pretty hot. Nowadays, I'd probably look at them and go, Jesus, they're 12. <laughs> And then uh, the other one was Sharla. So I had my three picks. And then the next year they made it so you can't do just pick And I was happy. I got like 12 or 13. There were probably 20 girls in the class. I know. Yeah, man. Found out that about five of the girls had already gotten into the uh, forward thinking everybody gets one. So me and that weird kid Sammy, everybody got the same one. And, the, and it was, you know who was doing it? Amber. Amber's mom was smart enough to know you can't alienate. You have to be like a beauty uh, queen, you have to give everybody something. So when everybody found out Amber gave them one, it was like, oh, Amber likes me. No, Amber did it for everybody. She was the smart one. But uh, yeah, the it's the same thing. If you're the one who doesn't participate, everybody's like, well, why didn't you give, why didn't you play along? And it's not fair. It's just not fair to do. If you grew up in Moscow and you were raised to believe that uh, gay propaganda is illegal, it's probably a little bit of a trigger for you. Even if you're here, you haven't adapted quite yet. You're not going to throw the rainbow on immediately. Don't force it. Isn't it more meaningful when people do it on their own? Teaching uh, the point that sometimes people might not always believe in the same thing, but still can get along. Right. What's wrong with that? We can, we can disagree and have a society. Yeah. But we, we don't have that anymore. We, Steve Merez says, hey, where's my testicular cancer day? Yeah. Like your nutsack, you get half a beer for free. It's perfect. You just get half a beer. You don't get a full bag. Because <laughs> you've had one removed, most likely. Maybe you get a little sample bag of Hootie's nuts. Yeah, he's right, though. Where's prostate and testicular cancer? Colon. I mean, you can go down the list where every night has three, like each quarter will have a cause. You get the cola guard boxes dancing yeah. around at halftime. Yeah, everybody, uh, fans, it's time for you to take a huge <laughs> in the box. Oh, boy. <laughs> Throw it free from test. the uh, yeah, yeah. end of the They fired out of that Gatling box. gun. <laughs> <laughs> Catch it in the box and win a T-shirt. 
I caught in a box at the Suns game. And then you put your poop in a box, and then you get, they give you a label, you write your address, and you send it off, and you get a free screening. Now we're talking. I guess what I'm saying is, the teams don't mean it. And nobody's falling for it. So why do we do it? First 10,000 fans get a free prostate screening. Right. Now, tomorrow at 76ers Chicano night, if I'm at the game and a guy turns to me and he goes, Hey, Dios mio, nothing's ever meant more to me than now. Okay, then I was wrong. I just don't think it means that much to the Chicano population either. Frankly, all I did was realize when I saw the word Chicano that it's one letter different than Chicago. I'm like, how do we have such different pronunciations? For It's the same thing. It's like hero and herpes. One letter different. They'll do something wrong in the graphics and the board or, you know. Right. Well, they make it they make it gangster uh, old English, which is odd. The Chicano night is written like spray paint. But if it means something to the Chicanos that the Philadelphia 76ers and Suns are battling it out, I guess that's, I would imagine that's a rare event. This night is for you, is it? It's for you and me and our struggles. Go, Joel Embiid! <laughs> it doesn't make sense to me. So The Sacers. I don't see gay people on gay night going, this night is so special for us. Jonas Antetokounmpo is here. It's everything I've dreamt of for Pride Night. Nothing screams pride than guys being forced to wear a rainbow. I think it's amazing. It just seems fake to me. I want my sports to be like it used to be. A couple of beers. Uh, a just complete blank slate of thought. I don't have to think about politics unless someone else brings it up. I don't need to think about race relations. I don't think, I don't think about anything. But if you're going to do it, give the Chicanos a free beer and a 76ers jersey. Please. Nothing Chicanos have embraced more than, you know, Dr. J. They've loved him from the beginning. He was a, you know, he was basically... Dr. J! Dr. J! He helped me as a child get across and come to America. I'm like, all right, if Dr. J's the reason you're here, I I apologize. But (laughs) I mean, that was a great team. You know, Chocolate Thunder, Dr. J, Dr. Hay, (laughs) Charles Berkey, for a little while. Yeah, I mean, I, I... I don't know. Remember we traded Hornacek and Tim Perry? They were Sixers, too. I can't think of one memorable Philadelphia Chicano. Not one. Not one. Daryl Hawkins wasn't? Nope. Nope. (laughs) Nope. Nope. Not one. Remember that great? Nobody's ever said that. Remember that great uh, Chicano Philadelphian that uh, is so well-known for being... Nobody knows. Mo Cheeks? No. no, Mo Cheeks was not, although... (laughs) We have our own Chicano Mo on the show. Maybe there is a correlation. I don't think so. So, to the Blackhawks, uh, nobody, and that's the other thing, nobody cares. N- not a single soul is going to give a crap. But the, the news is going to make a big deal out of it, and the poor guy that's going to do it's going to, the guy in San Jose got beat up by the opposition, and the and then it became divisive. Now the religious people are like, he has every right in the world to have his religious beliefs expressed by not being in support of the pride. And then the other people are like, why can't he just put this shirt? I'm like, wow, remember when he was just playing hockey and none of this uh, I'm for or against thing was going on? The dude, did, he just wanted to save shots on goal. He wanted, enough, he wanted to go two for 40 on goals in. 
And I get it. This is only cool. I get it on the other side of it too. That like you're saying, uh, put it on. Like that guy, if he had those religious beliefs and he's put it on, you're you're. It's all right. Right. I don't think the. I don't think God's going to look at you saying you're well, promoting this. But you know what? He's looking at him. people. So what if God's doing it? it? The guy doesn't want to. Yeah. Doesn't matter if he thinks God's mad. He doesn't want to do it. I'm with you. I'm, what's the easiest course out of here? I'll dress up as a woman on Let's Do Women Day. I'll, I'll go trans. I don't care. How do I get through my day without being hassled? Tell me. It, butt plug without day. being canceled. Cool. <laughs> butt plug day's in. I'm in. I'm going home at 1130. It's going to be the same day. I got Amazon. Things aren't so bad. Well, the guy just takes the day off. I'm not going to wear the jersey. I'm just not coming to work right, tomorrow. I just see tomorrow. Yeah, you guys have your night. Yeah. I just, I'd rather good. not participate because then, the, then TMZ would be like, you didn't even show up because you're trying to force him to have a thought. That's forced thought. That's like the opposite oh, of freedom. my leg. It hurts. <laughs> I have a lower body injury, you see, from all this gay stuff you've been making me do. Anyway, it's just silly, but go Hawks. And please, for God's sakes, make the Coyotes do super gay pride night so Paul has to do it. All right, Twinks. I'm going to that game. Just so I can hear it. <laughs> oh, they're making me say this. 69 seconds into the first period, the Coyotes. All right. Coyotes goal in the back of the net, the way you people like it. Paul would Paul would say something stupid. Now I would, I would, five hole. I'd be in there all day. Right through the guy's five hole on pride night. <laughs> Typical. Typical. Typical Twink goal. It'll be gold, but what are you going to do? Uh, what do you got on the big board of musical treats over there, Brett? Uh, wake up song Make it time. Uh, well, I guess we'll skip this then because, <laughs> um, let's see, there might be one on here. But in the meantime, it, it is uh, brought to you guys by Action Ride Shop. Got seven more days for the Santa Cruz factory mountain bike sale. So if you're, if you're thinking about picking up a new bike, head on over to Action Ride Shop. No better time to do it because the entire month is Santa Cruz Bikes are all on sale. Uh, 10% off all the other front suspension mountain bikes and uh, 20% off winter clothing right now. ActionRideShop.com or just go visit them at Gilbert Road in Southern. They're going to take care of you. I just got an email that said somebody said, I guarantee Arnold Schwarzenegger and his kid will be there tomorrow. uh, Joseph Baina, Conandez, as we've uh, dubbed him, is he's Chicano. So maybe Arnold will be at the game tomorrow celebrating Chicano 76ers night. Do the 76ers have to have Los 76ers on it? That makes such... No sense is made of that at all. The Los Sixers. Celebrating the birth of America and, uh, and you know, back before anybody had rights except for people who look like Ben Franklin. <laughs> Little Liberty Bell on there. Yeah, doesn't make any sense. I can fix your bell. I don't know why. It's just got a big crack. That's easy. Some bundle. <laughs> should see what I could do with drywall. <laughs> You broke the bell, Philly. <laughs> I could drive all your bell. It'll ring like crazy, Holmes. That's a competition at halftime. Oh, that's good. Yeah. yeah. Listen to it sustain its sound. Who can sell the most oranges during uh, the f- next five minutes? And Yeah, they're just chucking out oranges. It's pit bull racing at halftime. I, I don't understand it. If you want to do it, let's go authentic. If you're going to be, because they're like, please don't be stereotypical, please. But if you look at the way they wrote Chicano Night, it's like, okay. Here you go. <laughs> Stop it. Anyway, go ahead. What's All right, on the list, uh, White Zombie, Disturbed, Avenged Sevenfold, Hailstorm, Duran Duran, Hungry Like the Wolf for the oh, Coyotes up there. Eating all those Scots. Uh, Hate Breed, Ministry, Slipknot, Megadeth, Slayer, Primus, Drowning Pool, uh, Power Man 5000. That list right there is a hell of a radio that station. Is. 
And they throw Duran Duran and make everybody lose their mind for a second. Well, it's I love Psychosocial so much it it pains me to ever say don't play it. All right. You want to do that one? Sure. All right, let's go. With it. That. Although nothing wrong with Slipknot. Disturbs the animals pretty good for the coyotes in Scottsdale too. All right, we'll go with it. Oh, Slipknot, Psychosocial. That's perfect. I don't know what's going on with the world though. I try I try to pay attention. I just don't know. I just I, I want to I want to get along. As fast as I can. Again, if Tripp said, all right, everyone, Friday's dressed like a twink day. Okay. What does that mean? Tutus, rainbow socks past the knee, high heels for all the boys. (laughs) Okay. I'm not doing it. Mmm, Brady hates gays. And it's not what it means, but it makes you feel like that's what it means. All right, it's Chicano night. Everybody bring a steak knife and put it in your front pocket. Button up on top there. Not doing it. Oh, Brady also hates the Chicanos. Where's your hair? Hanging out bandanas and parinets. Yeah. <laughs> All right. It's Asian Appreciation Day. Everybody park sideways. <laughs> <laughs> Try to hit a pole in the parking lot. Jen Gardner would be there. Oh, Jen Gardner. <laughs> she celebrates that every day. She celebrates Asian Appreciation Day every time she tries to park that GMC <laughs> Jimmy she's got. <laughs> Thing is in three spots. I don't know. It's not even big enough to be in three spots. She manages. She to manages angle it just so, which is Asian math as well. Because I don't know how she's doing that. You've been listening to Holmberg's Morning Sickness podcast, brought to you by our friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Eric's Family BBQ dot com.